This is Wordfall, with historical novelist Rosanna M. White, offering our words to the Lord at the crossroads of faith, family, and fiction. Not a virtue. This begins in a rather silly place, but bear with me. When we went on vacation to the beach last September, and I was slathering on the sunscreen and noting the amount of tan I was getting each day through walking and spending the morning at the water, I realized something. I'd grown up in a family with a pool. We took tanning seriously. It was something we did, goals we set. My mom and sister still sit out in the sun just to get a tan, as do my nieces. There's nothing wrong with that. Morally, I'm not talking about risks of skin cancer. But it's not something I do anymore, which is also fine. But occasionally, I feel like I have to apologize to them for it or make excuses for why I don't. I don't have time, or my skin type is prone to skin cancer, I need to be careful. But why? Why do I feel that way? Maybe in part it's because people will say, oh, you look so nice with a little color in your cheeks. Or maybe it's because sometimes people follow it up with, you know, if you just spent 30 minutes outside a day, you could keep that tan all summer. But I think mostly it's because at some point in my childhood, I identified it as good, which meant it was something to strive toward, something to seek something virtuous. Of course, when I state it so baldly, it's obviously not. Looking a certain way has nothing to do with virtue. Neither does having a beautifully decorated home, or regularly washing your car, or exercising daily, or adhering to a particular diet. These things are perhaps vanity, perhaps pride, perhaps discipline, perhaps even health-seeking. But they are not moral questions in and of themselves. They are not by nature virtuous or unvirtuous though our pursuit of them could be. And because they are silly examples, they are the perfect entry point to then asking myself a deeper question. What else have I mistaken as a virtue that isn't? What do I pursue thinking it a good, when it is at best a lowercase g good, but most likely just a thing? Where do I have my eyes fixed on the earthly, where they should be fixed on the heavenly. The whole tanning thing started the question, but some other things I found are reading. I love it, and I can get a lot of good out of it, but it does not make me better than non-readers, morally speaking. My son learns just as much from YouTube videos as I do from books. Being a book lover is part of my identity, but it's not a virtue. Being outdoorsy. We live in a beautiful area with lots of mountains and forests, and I spent a lot of time outside as a kid, as did my husband. But enjoying the outdoors is not a virtue. I'm not sinning if I'm sitting inside instead, even on beautiful days. I always appreciate the beauty of God's world, but I can't always be out in it. My work is almost entirely indoors. Holding particular political views. In this divided climate, I hear so many people equating belonging to a particular political party or holding to a certain political view as right and good and even godly. But the truth is that Jesus never once encouraged people to engage in politics or take political sides. He invites us to keep our eyes on the kingdom of God, not the kingdoms of men. I'm sure there are plenty of other places that I need to separate enjoyable or worthwhile from truly virtuous and it's something I've begun keeping an eye out for, because plenty of things really are worthwhile and they can enrich our lives and our faith, but if we apply that virtuous label to them, then we think they're good for everyone, because virtues, of course, are good for everyone. But these things are not on that level. They can be good, sure, but they are not required for everyone. They can be good without being virtuous. 
Is there anything in your life that you've mistaken for a virtue when really it's a simple lowercase g good? Check out rosannamwhite.com for information about me or my books and to subscribe to my newsletter. This episode of Wordfall is brought to you by the Tea Party Book Club. Books, tea, great conversation, all from the convenience of your own home. To see what this month's book is and to reserve a seat, go to rosannamwhite.com and click the Tea Party Book Club tab or follow the link in the show notes. Wordfall is a proud part of the White Fire Podcast Network. Please visit whitefire.tv slash podcast for other shows I know you'll love.